You remember your stories with the kind of detail no one else has. Don't take them with you when you go, share them. I'm Christy Bridges from One Moment Wiser. Click follow to hear true stories worth remembering and send me a message if you have a story you'd like to tell. Hello, welcome to One Moment Wiser. This is Christy Bridges, and I have one of my favorite people with me today, Stacy Mitchell. You've met her before, and today she's agreed to join us because over the last what, year or two, you've been doing these paint nights. And at first it was just for your own like relaxation, but now God has given you some stuff to say that has come from this. So I love the way he uses things that give us pleasure to teach us his word. Stacy, um, thank you so much for being here. I'm just so grateful. I'm just thank like for having <laughs> So tell us about um what got you started? How did you how did you begin in this painting thing? So um a couple years ago I guess it was um, there was this movement I saw across Facebook about um, self-care, right? It's not really new, but it's new. The tiling is self-care, right. right? And there was this SOS group that I was in, Summer of Self-Care, right? We're going to spend an entire week doing things that take care of ourselves. So I said, well, Lord, you know, I can't do but so much. You know, I'm bathing and... Um, makeup and I can't afford to go buy new dresses every so what am I supposed to do with this self-care thing um so I I happened to see an ad on Facebook for painting with a twist and I thought well that would be interesting I need to stop and go back actually I need to go back a few months honestly I was um in my house not feeling good about myself not feeling um valuable. And I'm going to say something that's really unpopular uh, because everyone has decided that no one needs to say this anymore. And I am just fine by myself. I'm all great. But in the, the truth is, in full transparency, I was lonely. I had a really good, I still do have a really good job. Um, my own home, I've raised my son by myself and he's fantastic. Um, my life was good. It is good. I was still crying at night. I was still hurting because I was alone and feeling like there was something wrong with me. And, you know, we're ministering to ourselves and to each other. There's nothing wrong with you, girl. God is, God is doing this. He's going to do a work. He's going to do a work. And I remember driving down the street one day saying, when? I, you forgot me. You, you forgot me because people who are not saved are happily married. You forgot me because I've done what you asked me to do and I'm not getting what I asked for. You forgot me. You don't see me. So it's not safe to drive down the street crying. <laughs> so I had to clean my face up and just drive. I was still on my street. I wasn't, hadn't even left my neighborhood yet. And I'm flipping through channels and I hear the very beginning of a song, which rarely happens when you're flipping channels. I hear the song called I See You. And there's a line in the song that says, 
I see you when you think I don't notice all those scars. I see you. There's another line, the chorus of the song says, um, I'm hoping you'd see yourself like I see you. The song is called I See You, actually. Um, so as I'm driving down the street and this song comes on, I'm like, I've always known that God would use whatever was in front of me to minister to me. Right. I like music and I don't just like Christian music. I love everything. So it makes sense that God would minister to me through a song that I heard on, of all channels, Lithium on Sirius XM. I, I'm not a, that's, <laughs> I love music, but uh, that's not necessarily my cup of tea. But mm -hmm. to catch this song at the very beginning and hear the entire thing and understand the words the very first time while I'm driving and crying had to be Jesus, right? It just had to be God. So as I'm driving and listening to the song, song's over, I turn the radio off and I go, okay, I'm not arguing anymore. I believe you see me. I believe you know my plight, right? So fast forward a few months, self-care summer. I am trying to figure out what else to do. I see this painting with a twist ad. I click on it and there was like a, a Wednesday or a Thursday night. The painting that I shared with you um, was um, on the agenda and the painting is called, I see you. First of all, the first thing I thought of when I saw it was, oh my gosh, it's a pretty black girl. I get to paint a black girl. Oh my gosh, I love this. But then I saw the title of the picture mm -hmm. and I stared at it for a moment. And I said, this is you too, isn't it? Uh-huh. This is you. So I went to the, I, and I took no one. But let me be clear. I, I And my friends who will... My friends will come in and paint with me on occasion. This is an open place. You can Anybody can walk in. But I go alone. I don't go in a group of girls. I don't generally drink. Um, I don't, because it's one of those places you can have a glass of wine while you're drinking. I don't, I mean, I have, but I don't generally do that. I am literally trying to block out the world for two hours and just be creative. So that very first time I went alone, didn't ask anybody else to go with me. I sat um, at a table and there was a pretty good space between me and the next person. So I didn't have anybody around me. I was able to focus on this painting. And <laughs> I have to be honest, God did not stop at the title of the painting ministering to me. The first thing I think you paint in this picture generally is the background. As I'm painting the background, he's speaking to me about everything in my life is pointing me toward my destiny. So don't discount any small thing. Even the background made me pay attention to what was going on around me, the people I've had in my life, the, the, the events that I attended. I recognize that everything in my background mattered. Yeah. The second thing that you paint is her skin. And... In a class like this, let me tell you, it is hilarious because you've got every woman in there from every spectrum of the rainbow. Um, they're not just black women painting these women, they're women just painting. Yeah. Men come and paint. So right. figuring out the <laughs> skin color can take a little while. So you're mixing all these different colors and you're trying to get, and I'm like, oh God, I can't figure out what my color is. 
And of course, at that point, I'm thinking, okay, the color of milk chocolate, and I'm really mixing colors and checking it against my skin. It's crazy, right? So I start to paint her face and her neck. And God reminds me of the beauty that he's put in me already. That the same way that I'm painting the chocolate on this girl, he has painted me. He has painted my spirit. He has created what he wanted to create in me. Here's what's also funny. When you're painting at these places, the first coat of the skin is streaked. It looks crazy. It's never right, right? It's the <laughs> yeah. thing. I also have gone through my awkward phase, right? I, I, I've gone through phases where I didn't know how to make friends and I've had a ton of anxiety and I just wasn't sure about myself. And she didn't look like anything that I wanted her to look like in that beginning. So she needed a second coat of that um, paint. Um, but again, God is doing the same thing in us. And I'm trying to remember, I think the scripture is Ezekiel and I can find it if we have time. But there's a scripture where Jesus, where, where God talks about um, this person. He said, I was, he was walking through the grass and he saw you struggling in your own blood and spoke life. The God that I serve walked past me and spoke life to me. Mm. He saw me struggling in foolishness and mayhem and um, compromising myself and not loving myself, not seeing my own value and spoke life to me. So anyway, the last thing you paint on this girl is her hair, right? It's the, the last thing. And I remember thinking, oh, I hate my hair. So let me figure out how I'm going to do this. And, and at that point, God is, at, at, he's, irrit I'm not, he's irritated with me. But at this point, he's starting to talk to me um, at my level and remind me that I'm more than what I look like, right? As pretty as this picture was, as much as I put effort, as I put into painting that picture, he put that much effort into me. He, it's nothing was a mistake. Even the changes, because when I paint pictures, I never paint exactly what they give me as a as a um, example. But right. This picture's eye, her eye was supposed to be gray. Didn't like gray eyes on black people. Just I just didn't like it. So I made her have a chocolate brown eye. Well, yeah. But did it matter? No. But did God make me the same way? Did He say I'm giving you a similar gift as Susie over here? But I'm going to change a little bit. You're going to be able to minister to a different group of people. You're going to be able to speak to a different set. You're going to look a little different than the person next to you. You're going to sound a little different. Your gifting is going to be a little different. It's going to fall into the same bucket, but you're going to be a little different. I promise you, all of that flowed into my head while I was painting this one picture. Wow. And I was hooked. Because I, I, I didn't think about work at that moment. I didn't think about my son. I didn't think about my weight. I didn't think about my hair. I didn't think about the lipstick that I was wearing or not wearing. I didn't think about makeup. I didn't think about my house. I didn't think about my mother. I didn't think about anybody else, anything else except for what was in front of me and allowing God to minister to me. So that's how I got started with, um, with painting, just... Um, I'm not even going to say I was seeking God diligently and he, no, I was wanting <laughs> like a little girl and he, like he always does to his little girls, he ministered to me because I needed it, not even because I asked for it. That's how I got started.
One Moment Wiser will be right back. He loves us so much. I love, I love how personal and direct he is. There's no missing that God is talking to you. There are a lot of times we want God to be saying something like, buy that new car, um, you know, <laughs> go out with that hot guy. Um, and he's not. And we, we try to think, oh, well, maybe God told me this is the man I'm going to marry, right? But, but when he talks to us, it's direct. And he uses things that we know are about us. You know, I, there have been so many times in my life where someone has said something or I have seen something that was exactly in line with what, you know, with words that um, I had been praying or a word of a project I'd been working on. And and here he is. You've, you've poured your heart out to him. And now he's speaking to you with a song that says, I see you. And just in case, just in case you didn't get it. In case I missed it. Right. right. Then there's a painting. I see you. <laughs> I, you know, he's not, he's a very patient teacher. Repetition, right. Gets yes. things through. And you've been to my house and so you've seen yes. this picture hanging on my wall. I'm um, actually going to put it up right now so that other people can see it. You probably saw it. Um, oh, my controls. There we go. Look at that. That is gorgeous, by the way. I love it. And I love that he was speaking to you through the street skin. We, um, I know you and I have had a lot of good conversations about this, but we have both at times um, tried to blend into the background because we felt we were too bold, right? And, and so you've got these streaks that really show the color and the streaks that kind of blend into the background on that first coat because you don't really know how much of yourself to put out that people will accept, you know, and, and sometimes it's other people telling us to basically dumb down or, or, you know, quiet our voice. And um, sometimes it's us, but then you get that progressive, you've got that artist who is painting you and, you know, our, our artist is an amazing artist and he paints us completely until that skin is just like silk. It is so pretty. And that's a beautiful color, by the way. I'm terrible at mixing colors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There's, there's a teacher okay. at every one of these um, yeah. events. There's always someone saying, hey, if you want the color that's on the painting right now, mix this and this and this and that. And then he says, if you want it to be a little bit darker, do this. If you want to be a little bit lighter, do that. So there's always okay. someone directing you to know how to, to, to mix these colors. That this is my first time. I didn't know what I was doing at all. <laughs> I am all. amazed that this is your first time. I would have had the proportions all kinds of wonky. <laughs> it, it, is, it is pre-sketched. I, I will be honest about that. There's a sketch. Awesome. Now, when I say it's sketched, you get a little bit of the eye, the face and the outline of the hair and the outline of the body. So everything that's textural about that, the eyebrows, um, coloring in the eyeliner around the eye, coloring in the nose, making the lips, that's all the student. But mm -hmm. there's a there's a light outline that's already sketched on the canvas when you first get there. That is brilliant. What's the name of the place? Painting with a Twist. Painting with a Twist. I definitely want to thank them for giving you this. Yes. That is, 
I just want to look at her. She's just so pretty. <laughs> you know, she is. And um, I tell you what, um, as I was preparing for this particular meeting uh, this morning, mm-hmm. and full transparency to everyone watching, I never want to do these videos. I, I, I will in a, in a moment of, you know, God speaking and, and the spirit being what it is, I'll say, yes, I'll do it. And right about 20 minutes before we get started, I always ask, can I, is it too late to back out? <laughs> I don't know if I got anything to say. So I really had not prepared anything. And I, I knew that I, I knew that I wanted to say something, but I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go with it. I just, I, I wasn't sure, but I am going to try to find it's Ezekiel six, uh, 16, sorry, Ezekiel 16. And I did post it. I'm glad you oh, brought that up. Awesome. That Thank whole you. section is just beautiful. And, and, um, for the sake of, you know, not being blocked, I didn't post everything cause it gets very personal, but uh, you really need to read it. If you haven't read Ezekiel 16, six, it's, it is, it's very intimate. God knows every curve of our bodies. Yes. God knows every, everything that's gone into them. And he knows um, what he created them for. And there's never a time when God says, oh, I can't look at this. And never. God looks at us and says, you are so beautiful. Let me show you how. Um, I remember when I first got married, my husband, um, you know, cause I'm, I'm a large woman and, um, I'm short, but you know, <laughs> a curvy, I'm cuddly. Um, but he, he told me, he's like, never convince me that you're unattractive. Never, you know, cause, cause women, we tend to put ourselves down. And I thought about that when we were talking about this, because sometimes we can, try to convince God we're unusable. Um, We can try to convince God or ourselves that we should hide. And um, it's, that's a shame because God is like, I delight in you. And you read Ezekiel 16 and, and you see he delights in us. And there's so many places throughout the Bible that you see, you know, when, when we actually, are present for him. Um, even before we are, you know, when we're in our loneliness and we're going, you left me behind and I don't like you anymore. You know, he's like, Hey, I see you. Let's, let's get together. Um, and that's when we stop holding ourselves back, um, and trying to convince him we're unusable and say, Oh, Hey, what do you want to do today? And show up for that. It's, it's a world changing I was, um, when we first talked about this particular discussion, uh, you know, I, I kind of got a little teary myself because I'm very passionate about the fact that there's a world of people that don't, that, that feel lonely, that, that haven't quite figured out how to, uh, you know, they, maybe they think they don't look right or they haven't quite figured out how to 
act right to not be awkward. You know, there's just little body language things that we do that put other people off, you know, and keep other people distance. And then there's other things that we do that kind of overwhelm people as we learn more about communication. As we start to see what God sees in people, we can learn to moderate that. But it is, it's an awkward, like falling off the bike a hundred thousand times, you know, learning how to ride. And but the only way is to do it and to encourage people to just keep trying, you know, to encourage people to, you know, not try to, to plasticize ourselves when we post things, not try to, you know, stay at home until we're perfect and then go out with only the perfect face, you know, but to actually live live out loud, you know, there is, um, and of course, you know this, and I'll, again, be transparent. I, I've not wanted to do these videos because I just didn't feel um, camera ready. I'll just say uh, that. I'm not going to go into any specifics. Because I, I think you're stunning. I am not going to point out the flaws that y'all don't see. That's right. <laughs> don't convince us that you're not, but right? Trust me, I see them. And trust me, it has been a challenge for me to be in front of people. And, and Christy and I are both instructors. We're both teachers at heart. Mm -hmm. And teachers have to be in front of people and talking. And we we interject our personality. And, and Christy and I both, when we're, we're training, we move around on, in front of the classroom and we're always bending over people's shoulders and we're, we're making jokes. And it's hard to do that when you're self-conscious. Yeah. So the other piece that I wanted to share has to do with settling that, right? Just settling who you are and how important you are. I'm, and, and I couldn't remember where it was, so I had to Google it. And then I came across way too much information, but I'm gonna try and boil it down. I'm gonna take you to Romans 9.25, which says, and I'm gonna put my glasses on for this. He also says in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people. That's pretty general, right? But listen to this next line. And her beloved who was not beloved. Mm. It's Romans 9, 25, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. And her beloved, I'm going to call her beloved who was not beloved. Who was not beloved. If I'm ever concerned about my value in the kingdom, that scripture tells me that I'm beloved in the kingdom. There's no discussion. There's no argument. There's no banter. I'm beloved. Now, when I go back to Hosea, if you've ever read the book of Hosea, <laughs> there are there are quite a few stories in the Bible that just minister to a girl. And, and it's only going to minister to a girl, right? It's it, it's it's not going to minister. I mean, not, it may. I'm not saying that it won't. But there are some scriptures that just really minister to a girl. Hosea is one of those books where you kind of want to read it with your eyes half closed mm -hmm. because Hosea was a priest who married a prostitute. There's no oh. two ways about that. It's quite. I, I question. I don't even know if the children she had were his. I don't think it's clear, at least for me and my reading. But when I go to Hosea 2 
and he starts to talk about um, put her, putting her away from her harlotries, moving her away from her lovers. She's chasing down her lovers, but she can't overtake them. She, he says, I'm going to put her away into this wilderness and keep her there for a while because she doesn't. It's not because he doesn't love us that he keeps us away from those things. Quite often, he's protecting us from ourselves. We'd like to say it's the devil, right? He's protecting me from the enemy. He's protecting me. Listen, okay. quite often, he's protecting us from us. And I know after I look back on some of the things that I was just dying to get into and realize that I could have died for real. He's protecting us from ourselves. But in, in Hosea uh, chapter two, he talks to her, he talks about how he 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 holds her in this wilderness. She's trying to chase her lovers, she can't get a hold of him. He hedges up her way with thorns, walls her in, right? And then she's after that, she's chasing her lovers, she can't overtake them. She'll seek them but not find them. And then she will say, I will go and return to my first husband. For then it was better for me than now. For she did not know that I gave her grain, new wine and oil, and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. We many times will get our blessings and then spend it the wrong way, right? If you're enjoying this podcast, tune in next week to hear more. I'm Christy Bridges, and I teach Christians how to become authors because God speaks to different people through our unique voices. Visit me at onemomentwiser.com. That's the number one, momentwiser.com.